And welcome back to the show. Mariella, how are you doing? Thanks for having me back, Paolo. I'm great. How are you? I'm good as well. Now, I just wanted to touch up upon this topic that we sort of grazed upon once before. I don't know if you recall, but it was the dilemma of whether or not it was morally okay to be eating meat. Yeah, I remember. Can you tell me what it is that just doesn't cut it for you? You see, it's a complicated thing. You see this delicious slice of turkey, and on one hand, you get hungry and start to salivate. But when you really start to analyze your actions beyond the pleasure aspect of it, it feels wrong. You feel as if you're supporting animal abuse, which needless to say, you are. Well, is it really supporting animal abuse though? I'm not forcing anyone to hurt an animal and I myself would never hurt an animal. I just fail to see the correlation. So have you ever seen the undercover slaughterhouse footage? Yeah, I came across it once. Scary. They were cutting a pig's tail off. That's clearly abuse, right? I guess, yeah. Have you ever heard of the term voting with your dollar? No. Tell me. So basically, when you buy something, the consumer, you, Mm -hmm. are one of the people that are creating demand for the product. So now the producers who produce the item in bulk have to produce more and more depending on how much demand is for the product. In other words, whenever you buy meat, you're supporting animal abuse. That's the whole supply and demand shtick. Dairy is a prime example of this. You know, In the United States, milk sales dropped a whole lot. Per capita milk consumption plummeted 40% since 1975 till now. And that was probably caused by the amount of undercover footage of the horrific things that goes on behind the doors of that slaughterhouse. slaughterhouse. Uh Uh-huh, or or by the rise of environmental concern. Yep, that too. Okay, I see what you mean by voting with your dollar. I'm just not convinced on the part where it's murder or immoral. You see, other animals eat meat. It's a part of the cycle of death. They've been doing it, and so have we for thousands of years. Yes, other animals do eat meat. However, they are animals. One of the key things that separates humans and animals is the ability to be able to dictate what is right or wrong. If we go by animal standards on what is right or wrong, what type of a society would we have? Lions kill their young. But if a human being killed their young, then went to court and said, Your Honor, lions do it. Why can't I? It's not correct reasoning. (laughs) Could you imagine? Not to mention the fact that they do it out of necessity. A lion needs me to survive. Humans do not need it for the same reason. In fact, we can have a healthy life without eating meat. We just like the taste of it. Okay, yeah, I'll agree that animals' actions aren't a correct justification of ours. But what if we could all meet at a halfway point where, for the sake of the environment, we can limit factory farming and enforce stricter rules on animal welfare, then stick to more traditional ways of getting meat, such as hunting? The environment and the conditions in the slaughterhouses are not the main 
point, the main point here is that all animals should not be killed in the first place. There is no halfway point and there shouldn't be. Right. So what about the fact that humans are on top of the food chain? That's actually a pretty common misconception. Human beings aren't anywhere near the top. We're actually at a similar level to anchovies and pigs. Ecologists have a statistical way in which they calculate where a species is on the food chain by their diet. There's a scale of one to five. One being the score of a primary producer like plants and five is an apex predator like a shark. They found that humans are a 2.21, which is roughly the same as a pig or anchovies. Oh, wow. See, I thought that the way they would measure it, it was, was by which animal had the most power in the environment. So automatically, you would assume it's human since we have the power of technology. That is interesting, though, that we're that low and we think we're so high up. The whole food chain argument is basically that, an assumption. It's been there forever. Now tell me, why do you eat a pig and not a dog? Dogs have been our companions dating back to thousands of years till this very day. They're our protectors. Pigs are just not useful to us other than as food. That's the thing, dude. Why is a sentient being's life wholly dependent on whether or not they're beneficial for us? Can you try hard to name me a trait a dog has but a pig lacks? They're completely different species. Dogs are adorable and pigs aren't. Those arguments are both based on external materialistic factors. Pigs and dogs both have the same level of cognition and awareness, and they both make great house pets. More importantly, they both have the capacity to suffer. The only difference is how they're viewed. Why is it fair to take one's life away based on our subjective view on what animals should be killed based on external factors such as how they look? If we chose what animals deserve to be free from harm and enslavement based on such an object subjective thing as beauty or deeper things that have always been used as a justification like culture, tradition, or religion, or what species they are, etc., what difference is that from so many other horrific things that have happened in the past, which was justified by our differences, that now we realize those differences are relevant and we look back at it in disgust. We can agree that treating someone different requires a morally relevant difference. A racist would discriminate against someone based on an external factor, which is race. Me saying, I love animals while eating meat is like a racist saying, I love all people and treating one race worse than the other. It doesn't add up. You cannot have it both ways. Totally agree. But how come you use the analogy about racism? Well, speciesism is like any other form of discrimination. Racism, homophobia, sexism speciesism, etc., are all the unjust treatment of a group based off, dif off of different characteristics. Speciesism? First time hearing of this word. Can you explain that a little more? 
Speciesism is a term that was coined by the philosopher Richard Ryder. It is discrimination mm. based upon species. If you're an anti-racist, anti-homophobe, anti-sexist, you should keep the morals aligned and also be an anti-speciesist and not discriminate against animals through a morally relevant difference. Actually, we focus so much on outward differences that that it has desensitized us and we begin to ask the wrong questions. What does it look like? What does it taste like? How will that benefit me? Rather than does this creature have the ability to suffer and feel pain and the will to live just as we do? It is basically the no harm philosophy in action. I see, I see. Do you think it's a it's a horrible thing that our descendants are going to look down on us for? I mean, don't you think one day our ancestors are going to judge us for eating meat, just as we judged ours for the things they did? There's a quote by my favorite art of it, artist, Da Vinci, that kind of sums up what I mean. The time will come when men such as I will look upon the murder of animals as they now look upon the murder of men. Sorry, that was a bit of a rant. No, no, that was that was good. Okay, that was that was a good explanation. And I think when I go home, I'll be taking my time and researching all about veganism and activism and just all about the animals. I'll come up with a decision on what to do and and we'll go from there. But to be honest, I feel like I'm convinced. You do? Huh? That's great. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. I still want to learn about both sides a bit more, though. Anyways, Mariella, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for listening, guys. And please make an effort to consider the other side of the story. Peace out.